1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Clydesdale Media Podcast. We are here with Scott the Clydesdale, I'm Kat Shear, and our new friend, Gabe Maldonado, the man on? behind Paper Street Coffee.
2: Thank Gabe, you. Gabe, what
1: What's is going? up?
2: Uh, cold. It's cold in New Jersey today. You're cold? Did you, <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, do you? Are you a CrossFitter?
2: I am. I am. Did That's you how I... work out I, today? I work out in the afternoon.
1: Okay, let's talk about your most recent workout. This is what we like to do here first. Yes.
2: Oh, so you want, you want to talk about? So uh, you guys remember that guy Mark from Uplift that did the whole uh, suicide awareness uh, back in September? Yes. He did like this whole workout. Uh, he reached out to me when I sponsored that ga- uh event. We sponsored the five, seven, nine thruster, burpee, and power clean workout.
1: One of my favorites. Yes.
2: So ever since then, he was like, "Hey, Gabe." let's do it let's go head to head and when he messaged me on he dm'd me on instagram it was my birthday weekend so i was on another planet i was gone i was completely drunk and i was like hell yeah i'm down and then the next day i'm like wait did i just agree to do that workout and and we did it at the 165 weight Ooh. so i've been putting it off. not that i've been putting it off just we had zelos we had charlotte classic and then i had black friday and cyber monday to kind of deal with so, Tuesday, I was like, you know what? If I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. So, Tuesday, I did it. Two days ago. Two days ago. Okay. I did it. I
1: go.
2: It went surprisingly well. Uh, heavy weights are my jam. So, I did the, all the thrusters unbroken. But the burpees, I, I like sand. I like slowed. I went super slow on purpose. We took away the time cap. It was like a seven minute time cap. Okay. We both took it away. And uh, I finished in like 10 minutes which is I was happy with my performance. And then yesterday I just, I just got on the treadmill and I just walked and I'm like, I, my body hurts. This is too much fitness for me in yeah. one day. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So that was my, that was my last like real workout was that, that horrible, horrible workout.
1: 165 is my one rep max thruster, just so you know. So for you <laughs> to do that at reps is pretty impressive. I would not be doing that on broken.
2: It was, it, it, hurt, it hurt my soul. It hurts me till this day.
1: Scott, did you work out today?
0: I did not. Today's my you rest know. day. Oh, that's right. It's and I have that's that. So. I had that stupid burpee workout yesterday. <laughs> was, I um, salty over.
1: I also did not work out today. Um, I've been coaching all morning, but our workout of the day is 10 by three tempo back squats building. And the tempo is three, three X one. So three seconds down, three seconds hold, explode up, rest once. Um, everybody loved it. It was really good. Um, I love tempo squats. We don't ever max out here. So it's like a safe way to get time under tension and have a really good workout. So do you guys do any tempo work at your gym, Gabe?
2: Uh, I work out in my uh, in my garage. I don't uh, go Ooh. to an affiliate. I don't. Uh, okay. I, I used to. I mean, uh, up until recently, I paid my, like, affiliate affiliate duty, dues to uh, CrossFit NASA, which is this awesome gym out here by Princeton. Okay. Um, I would just pay my affiliate fees and never go just because I support the guy and he was open. Mm-hmm. He was open during, you know, when we weren't supposed to be open. Uh, nice. So, so, you know, I, it, I went back there, what, two weeks ago, just to kind of give him, uh, I give him my can of coffee, my cans of coffee, I give him to him for free just so him, he could sell. Nice. Um awesome community really really cool so i used to go there um but i i, I don't go it's just i have a i have a whole setup at my gym all i need is, is like a lap pool and i and i have everything a crossfitter needs to survive yeah
1: assuming swimming's part of your repertoire that's yeah not happening over here let me um <laughs> let's back up a little bit and talk about how you found crossfit what is your crossfit origin story when did you first hear about it and walk into a, a gym or do a workout?
2: So, uh, I, I credit it to one of my best friends till this day. Uh, my friend, Nick, he, uh, we were, I was overweight all through high school, uh, played tennis, played soccer, was overweight. I think I was like at two fifty, two sixty 50, during high school through college. But I, you know, I, I had an awesome group of friends, never had an issue. No, no one ever made fun about my weight. And if it was, it was always like those, those kind of like, uh, grilling and like going back and forth type of things that you have amongst friends. It was never something that was like out and apparent. Um And uh, my junior year in uh, in college, I just decided like, Hey, it's like after a breakup and stuff like that, friends were like, dude, let's just go to the gym. So start going to the gym, start doing a five, three, one, which is, you know, clean. I mean, your squats, your deadlifts, your bench and your press, your shoulder press. Mm-hmm. Started doing that uh, with my friend, Nick, um, now Nick's brother in law owned a personal training gym. This is a personal training gym, it was never affiliated, but they were what
1: year what year are we talking about here? Two
2: thousand and ten. Okay. So they owned a personal training gym, but they did CrossFit. Like they followed the main site and at that point Misfit Athletics was like super, super huge. Or like they were they were growing in two thousand and ten. two uh, thousand and eleven ish around there. Um, So, we would do workouts. So, anyway, I lost a bunch of weight. I went from, like, I lost over, like, 80 to 60 pounds. I was the person who would just do, like, 531 and then run five miles on the treadmill every single day. Like, from day one, from, like, 250 plus pounds. That's what I would do. Not the healthiest way. And I would run in, like, dunks. And, like, those, like, flat bottom heavy dunk sneakers, I would run, like, five miles in that. It was the stupidest thing ever. But, like. Fast forward to 2013, where I was like 165 pounds, but just I didn't like how I looked. I, I was just thin. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really feel comfortable. And then I remember I was in my room. I just got back from, from, from college. I went to Rutgers University. Uh, my friend called me on the phone. We were talking about going to the gym. Um, going to his brother-in-law's uh, gym and doing a workout. And I always kept saying, no, let's just go to the gym here right by the house. You know, why are we going to go so far? It was in, it was actually nowhere it was. It was in Englewood. Oh, really? Right on Grand Avenue. It was right on the main street. That's hilarious. Um, and we were watching ESPN. And he's like, dude, what's that? And I'm like, holy shit. And I remember vividly it was Annie Thor's daughter. In the 2012 uh, games, they were doing, like, the highlights or whatever on ESPN right before SportsCenter. And it was her pushing that sled. It was, like, the football sled push that they had to do with the rope climbs. or It was some type of event like that. And I was, holy crap, what the hell is this? And he's like, dude, this is what they do at the gym, the gym that we never go to because it's, like, an extra 10-minute drive. (laughs) And I'm like, dude, let's, like, I was all in. I was in before I even did the first workout. So what does anyone do? I go on Google and I type in CrossFit.
0: Okay.
2: First link isn't fro- isn't the CrossFit Games. It's the CrossFit Journal. Mm. So I got kind of reeled in by the actual, like, Annie Thor's daughter. And then I went right into the journal. So I started reading. So the
1: games, the games got you interested.
2: The games got me super interested. And then a second later, I went right into the journal. And... And I think that's kind of what changed where like people might have been might usually go infatuated with like the games and like, Mm -hmm. you know, the sport of CrossFit, the sport of CrossFit, CrossFit lured me into like the uh, the journal. And the journal was all about the actual complexity of like CrossFit as like a health and fitness general uh, like GPP program. Right. And that's Mm -hmm. where I started going into it. Uh, The next day we went into that gym, we did Fight Gone Bad as my first crossfit workout i died it was horrible but it's like those like ah dude i i feel so good after like lying on the floor like convulsing for like 20 minutes after (laughs) um and then i just kept on going to the journal started literally day one um i i saw the behind the scenes i think of the 2012 games i think that was the first behind the scenes Mm -hmm. courtesy of 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 and ever since then it was just journal 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 and i just learned and kind of just uh read almost every article that's out there even till now i think i'm i could easily say i'm one of the few people that has read every single article that has been on the journal i still pay for my fee for my journal fee i think it's like 15 bucks a month i still i think they still charge me i'm not sure i don't even know if the site is live
1: yeah. I don't know. I, I was a subscriber to that too. And I don't feel like I haven't seen that on a, on a charge lately, but I know, I know what you're talking about <laughs> behind the I, table. Right? Exactly.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure like I, I went through, I've printed things out at my like college and like school printer. I printed a bunch of things out when I took my level one, I used like my college and my print, the, the, the printer in my college to print out all like, the whole level one book, the Whole handbook. um, why did you
1: get your level
2: one? Because I wanted to open up a gym. I did open up a gym. Um, oh, okay. And I think that's ever since. So, so that was in 2013. I found CrossFit. I uh, started putting on like good weight, right? So I went from like 165 to 185, 190, but like good weight. Um, and then I said, hey, I really want to open up a gym for the. I just want to work out. It was it was very selfish. Sure. I just want to that's, work out like all the time and I want to have I a place where like
1: everybody's goal. I know when I first started uh, back in 2013, I, my, I have a text that a friend of mine sent and she said, when can we quit our jobs and just work out for, you know, all day? Cause that's all I wanted to do is be at the gym.
2: Yeah. And like, if you think about it, what I was 22, 23. So of course I was going to be selfish. Like why yeah, not? I, be was, selfish? I was
1: 42, 43, but, yeah,
2: so. <laughs> <laughs> but still I like we call we, me selfish. <laughs> but, but, but still, it's one of those things where, like, we had kind of that idea, like, man, I just want to work out all the time. Yep. And then I went to my level one. I remember it was uh, the weekend of the Super Bowl. Where was it? It was in Morristown, New Jersey. Gorilla CrossFit, I think it was. But Zach Forrest was my uh, flow master. Okay. And oh, that, no. that, that weekend changed my perspective completely. It went from me wanting to be selfish To the level one and particularly that group, which I'm assuming all level one seminar staff at that point did it, like it like flipped the switch where I'm like, no, 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 this isn't about this isn't about that elite level athlete. It's about everything that Greg has put up on 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 dot com on the journal. It's about all those articles. It's about. The. Kind of like what Sevan says, like the, the 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 guidebook for human performance and how to kind of, you know, it, it taught me like I wanted to be a coach. I don't want to be an athlete. I, I it made me fall in love with giving cues. It felt it made me fall in love with bodies, with the mm-hmm. movement and the elegance of, of of someone's squat, the movement and the elegance of someone's push press press muscle up et cetera et cetera. And after that weekend, I think that 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 switch really flipped where i was like athlete oriented sport oriented to like no no no, this isn't about the sport this is about the methodology and the community screw screw everything else yeah um
1: how how cool did you think those people were giving the seminar like were they just like mind-blowing in terms of i remember watching them like set their watches you know in between um, lectures and just being like so precise that when i left there like i wanted to be one of them like i thought they were so cool i still do um i still think they're so cool i, I wouldn't go to lunch and i would watch them work out yep you know because they work out during the lunch break and i thought to myself this is i to like i want to do this this is what i want to do
2: they were they were uh, it was just everything that they did right because everything was planned out even that workout during lunch was planned right yeah I, there, there's an interview um and and they say it a bunch of times like there's a reason why they work out during our lunchtime and they do the workouts that they do it's because it's it's one of those ways like it's marketing right it's sure. like look 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 what um following following this methodology can get you to and it was so beautiful and obviously it, it trickles down right it trickles down from the top all the way down to like these level one um seminar staff. that means that they're part of this huge, big uh, kind of structure that gives them the autonomy that they're able to be like these awesome human beings. Like, in my eyes, right? In my opinion, I don't, I forgot yeah. how many people were there taking the, the L1, but there was what, maybe 60? I, I, yeah, I don't remember. Pretty big. I don't remember how many people there were, but those 60 people got like this glimpse of amazing fitness amazing organization amazing teamwork amazing coaching cues just overall these amazing uh this amazing experience of not just working out but just like how organized do they have to be to like literally do this every week you know uh they do it every week and then how many seminars are going on in a week and it's like almost the same exact thing it was beautiful uh to the point where a few years later i went to vegas I went to Zach Forrest, had a gym, Max Ability, mm-hmm. back when it was open. And I told him, like, hey, man, like, the reason why I have my gym, why I'm a, I'm a coach is because you were my my flow master. This was before class. He's like, all right, cool. We were talking, et cetera, et cetera. I told him he vaguely remembered. Again, the reason why he vaguely remembered, because it was Super Bowl weekend. So he, he remembers that particular class. He remembers all that stuff because everyone was like, all right, we got to go Sunday. We're, we're all gone. Right. I go to his gym and it was a push press was like the strength movement. And he literally goes like, Hey guys, uh, we're going to be doing the push press. Um, Gabe here, just like points like Gabe here. He's from New Jersey. Um, He's kind of go over the pointers of the push press. And I was like, what? No, he didn't. I was like, what do you mean? Exactly. And I, I literally just, said everything that he taught me and what i learned on top of like reading all the journal or articles and he either agreed or very little like he i think he only fixed the one thing about like how deep my dip had to be for the push press but he let me teach a brief segment that push press segment to his his class and it's just that kind of goes to show like that's the type of of education you get from the level one you don't get like a brief kind of just like glossing over of the movement it's so in depth and what they teach you is so good that they're okay with like hey man i taught you and if you're a practicing level one coach you know how to teach these individuals and what is wrong and what is right and i'm assuming that he did that because he kind of one obviously knew like hey if i taught you i i'm pretty sure i did a good job and Mm -hmm. two if you're practicing i'm pretty sure that you're doing the right things and as much as it was awesome for me, I'm pretty sure it was awesome for him also to kind of see that, that kind of, uh, I guess, see his work at, you know, his, see his uh, teaching at work, right? Right. Kind of.
1: Yeah, that's sort of the, the manifestation of his teaching, yeah, right? exactly. How soon after you took your level one did you start coaching?
2: I want to say or were you coaching before March? you
1: took
2: your level one? <laughs> no, no, no. I was never coaching before I took my level one. I didn't have I didn't have the uh, the confidence. Uh, okay. I didn't think I could. I mean, CrossFit changed the type of person I was. I was someone that was very introverted. Um, I didn't have low self-esteem, but it wasn't where I was. Mm-hmm. Um, and CrossFit and being a coach completely changed that for me. Like, I'm a different person because I went to CrossFit.com. I'm a completely different person right now at 33 than I was at 23 when I found it. 22 when I found it, I'm a complete, I, I, I could easily and safely say, if it wasn't for CrossFit, I wouldn't be the person that I am today. 100%. Yeah. Um, I don't,
1: I don't think we sit back and think about that too much, but I have a feeling that all of us could say, I know I could probably say that for sure. Oh, uh, yeah, I, have, I have to, I,
2: mean, say, I, I have to every day, every day, yeah. every night, I have to just, I have to sit back and be like, wow like all these people like one buy coffee from me to have conversations with me right even like this interaction that we have here like meeting you guys at the games and stuff like none of that would have happened without crossfit right. you know none, none of that would have happened without Savon, and right. like it, it fills my heart with like warmness to be like damn like it's so so cool that like this little this little one event in 2000 and whatever 2000 and and and, and 10 11 12 whatever whenever it was like made me see this and like open this brand new door of like hey you can be confident enough to open up a gym you could be confident enough to fail open up another gym you mm-hmm. can be confident enough to fail again and open up something else and you can be open you can be confident enough to to to, to fail again and open up something up and keep going and keep going and keep going to to get where i am where where i am today so uh yeah i started got my level one passed the exam in like March and then started teaching like right away at a, at a gym um, in the area before okay. I opened
0: my office. So I have a quick question for you, Gabe, as an introvert at, you know, self we've had a lot of discussions about this in the last two weeks. Um, you, you go to the games, you go to MFC, you go to the Charlotte classic, all these events, and you are inundated with people coming up, buying coffee from you. And you have conversations with each and every one of them. Are those highlights to you? Or does that take a lot of your energy to get up for those weekends?
2: Oh, So like 20, 20, like 23 year old, 24 year old Gabe was an introvert. Like before CrossFit, after CrossFit and being a coach, like having to interact with people, being wrong and, and, and and like failing and being right and stuff like that. So like it's building blocks. So by the time that I'm at the games, right, where I'm at MFC, it's it's a complete different person where I'm no longer that introvert. It's it's like one of those things where it's like so not over not overwhelming in the negative sense, like in the negative connotation. It's overwhelming and like the positive, like, oh, my God, like this is so, so cool to the point where I went to the game. So the games was obviously the first time that we were just there, like in front of the community, which was like so awesome to see. But the Thursday, my girlfriend wasn't there. She flew out. Uh, for friday so friday she comes in and she pulls me aside like after an hour and she's like gabe let i had two people there helping me out plus her she's like gabe take a second these people want to talk to you they they they're not like they actually are going out of their way to talk to you and they want to have a genuine conversation and you because for whatever reason i thought to myself right." being a, still a little insecure, I'm like, oh, they don't want to talk to me. They just want, like, quick, like, five seconds about coffee, and then that's it. They're gone. And they would linger around, and she would see me, like, try to, like, not wiggle my way out of the conversation, but it was uncomfortable. I'm like, why are they still here? She's like, no, no, these people want to talk to you. Just give them their time. And ever since then, it was just like, oh, shit. Like, people uh, people want to have a conversation. And I want to have those conversations with people because, like, that's how we – You know get to know everyone and even and we just kind of advance and progress as human beings right like spending a little bit more time with each other like it's what we're doing now having a conversation
1: yeah they want your time yeah
0: i love it
2: yeah yeah and 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 it's cool
0: i need to step out real quick i think my dog is destroying something upstairs i'll Uh be right back Walter, dogs
1: (laughs) so tell me a little bit about the gyms that you opened sounds like you had a couple couple runs at it. I love sort of learning from mistakes. <laughs> I think it's, it's yeah. good good life lessons.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I love – I tell everyone um, I love failing. Like, I love it. And not in the sense of, like, oh, you're a loser type of thing. You're, you love failure. It's like, no. I love failure because um, it's the natural progression to succeeding, right? Yeah. Without yeah. failing, you know, a 405 back squat more than once – Right. You'll never hit it. And and once you hit it one time, you might have failed a hundred times. It doesn't matter, doesn't matter. anymore. Yeah. You, you hit it analogy. once. That's it. And that like that perspective right there changed my business aptitude, my emotional aptitude, the way I was in every aspect of my life. That particular whether it's, like, how many times did you fail a, a ring muscle-up before you got it? Once you got it, that's it. It's over. You got it. Like, now right. the next the next step is getting two that's ring muscle-ups. And, and sure. there's never there's never a ceiling. There's always the next goal. Um, and I think that's what happened with my first gym. I had partners, and uh, I'll take onus on myself. I wasn't the best partner. Um, and, you know, they decided to, it was three of us, myself plus two other people. They, those two other people decided to open up another gym um
1: a second location
2: a different gym completely not affiliated with with the first gym Got that it. we had in a different okay. area um and i it was up to me i said hey you know what i think i don't want a gym anymore i think i don't want to be a coach anymore so i, I was going to let it go i was like all right mm-hmm. 3 years was fun i think i'm i think i'm done i don't i don't need another one and then the community was just like no man like we don't want to go all the way over there like we like the way that you teach so for, i was very movement like I would teach you how to squat. I would teach you how to lunge. I would teach you how to press. I would teach you how to pick up your baby. I would teach you how to put you know uh, something up on the on the highest shelf. I would teach you how to tie a shoe properly. I would teach you that. So I wouldn't just teach you. You know, hey, look, we're gonna uh, put on trap music and work out i would yeah. teach you hey before we're gonna do all this fun thing let me teach you how this is this deadlift is applicable for you picking up your laundry or picking up your granddaughter or if we're gonna do a push press let me tell you how this is applicable for you even playing with your kids type of thing right so that was the coach i was yeah. and that resonated with the members so the members were like hey dude just open up your own gym so i opened up this for three and a half four years i had this small like 800 square foot facility where I would just—it was just, just you, right? No partners. Myself, no one else, no one else, and it was, it was awesome. I was able to—I became a way different coach, a way different person. Uh, you know, I met my girlfriend through that. Like, my girlfriend of now five years, I met her through through the process of closing one gym and opening up another gym, and she's been there, right, to see me go from like this person of 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 having those like uh, uh, those thoughts of like, am I gonna fail? To have any of those thoughts, of like okay, even if I fail, like it's fine, like I'll, I'll be fine, uh, and and kind of just growing as a person. So like I would like again, I wouldn't grow as a as a businessman and as a person if it wasn't for like again, I got, I could only bring it back to like this CrossFit thing. Like this thing was the reason why I I did I I, I guess I am the person that I am right now. Yeah. Did you
1: ever so affiliate? Just affiliate
2: uh, gym my gyms weren't affiliated but i coached through all through all that i had a, i still coached at an affiliated gym it was called crossfit quantic so i was like mm-hmm. i kind of don't want to burn the stick at you know the candle at both ends
1: sure
2: so i was coaching i had my own gym and then i still coached at another at another gym like very far away
1: is your uh is your l1 active
2: uh so i lost it in 2020 uh okay. i could have either taken level two mm-hmm. uh but 2020 so 19, 2019 i sold my gym uh i don't know why i guess i saw the writing on the wall i had i had a few personal things happen too where i had to close another business down uh uh-huh. and it kind of kind of put me like hey man like this just it's just like i love the coaching aspect of it and i miss it to so this day i'm like damn i miss it so much like it's 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 like a calling
1: buddy um, i need a, i need a coach if you ever want to just do delaware
2: <laughs> so that's a little far
1: if you, i mean just come for a visit If you know just like just the- what do the, they say? Get the d- brush of dust off. Just come, I d- and, just come I and coach every once in a while. I
2: would love to. I'd love to. I love like kind of giving giving cues. Um, I coached a few people here at the garage, uh, for a little bit. Like during you should the go on going like a
1: guest coaching coffee tour.
2: I would love. Oh man, I would love to. Like dust it mm-hmm. off, take the level one again. Uh, okay. I, that that would be dope. But yeah, I lost it during the pandemic. Um, just because I was like, I don't want to do the whole Facetime level one thing. I don't know if yeah. they had level two with facetime or whatever um so yeah by then it was just like all right i'm done i'm not going to use it again and i've like i still practice like i work out every day like Mm -hmm. I, i i still even though the content from the journal isn't there anymore like we still have uh chase and bill doing like those recaps right so like i hear it and i'm like oh yeah i remember when i was like writing down like i was taking notes i was like reading and taking notes while i was studying to like Pass my like exam for, 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 for university and stuff like that. I was like, Oh, cool. I'll study, I'll study this here. I'll study econ here. And then like on my, on my spare time, I study the mechanics of a squat, the mechanics of a wall ball. So it was like, it, it, it was like, that was intertwined with like my studies as well. Like CrossFit was interti- intertwined and like progressing as, as, as a coach was intertwined with me progressing as like a, a regular person trying to get like their, their degree.
0: Yeah. While I was upstairs, I heard you talking um, because my dog did destroy some things, which is awesome. Um, But anyway, uh, in business, just like CrossFit, you learn as much through your failures as you do in your successes, probably more. So through all the iterations of your gym, what lessons have you brought forward as a businessman today?
2: Just be as open and as as, an, as as and as honest as you can. Um, I think if uh, if I could be, I, I think through my first gym, I had a persona. Uh, I wasn't one hundred percent Gabe that I wanted to be. I had to be Gabe the coach, while those two other partners were like the more centric, the people that like did everything. I think I had to like be the one that was more strict and like, hey guys, like. This is the deadlift and this is why you have to be perfect at doing the deadlift because if you don't you're going to mess your stuff up and I'm not going to see you anymore. Right? So sure. I was I, I I was like that and then when it came to opening my own gym, I became that person that like turned the music on and like my warm up till this day is the best warm up I think you'll ever get at any place because if we're doing the deadlift, I'll put I'll put Spanish music on I'll put, you know, I'll make, we'll start with, like, jumping jacks, high knees, and we'll transition into 30 seconds of doing speci- uh, movement-specific uh, mobility patterns. And people won't even think about it. People will just do it and then associate, and then I'll go back to jumping jacks again or I'll go back to, like, lunges again, and and, and I'll interweave interwe- those particular movements into, like, something almost like a Zumba class. So it, it, it kind of... it it made it more like oh cool i could be a personality and i can also like inject a little bit of the gabe i want to be into these these warm-ups these workouts uh so i kind of started learning started learning like hey and also it's okay you can run a business by yourself like it's fine i don't i don't need anyone and then on top of that it's like oh wait a hundred plus plus people actually like want to come into my gym and like want to like work out with me and like want to give me money want to support me like oh man like this is cool 100 people actually like like me right even though they're, they're paying for a service and they respect me even though they are paying for a service um they're,
1: they're choosing you
2: exactly exactly yeah uh yeah they they, they chose me to to kind of guide them for that particular time um as to how to live their life you know in in, in a healthy manner um and, and that that went a lot like that went a long way to kind of bolster the whole low self-esteem. It's OK. Have the confidence. You know, there was days where you would go during the holidays and no one's there at the gym. You're like working out by yourself. And like one person trickles in late like, oh, is there class today? There is now. Right. You have those days and then you have days where it's like. Holy crap, I can't fit this many people inside. Go outside for a run real quick and come back while I like try to figure out what the workout's gonna be because it's completely different now that like my own my small place can only fit like 15 people. I have 22 people here for a class. I'm like, I, I don't know what I'm gonna do. And, and and like thinking on your feet, like working with that chaos is is very important. I tell my girlfriend every day, I think my superpower is is uh hey, I work amazing when there's chaos. If there's chaos. Mm-hmm throw me in i got it i'll figure it out we'll fix it we'll rule the world we'll conquer the world but if everything is fine and perfect i'm like oh god this is boring Why do I want to like why do i want to like uh, why do i want to do something when i know everything's okay i'm like no when it's all when it's the games and things are happening when it's master fitness collective and scott you were there cat you were there you saw a huge long line and i didn't have cups i was like all right <laughs> this is perfect this is where i thrive i gotta i gotta That's figure something Exactly. Uh and it's like those that that's where I thrive. I thrive in like those environments. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, honestly like like shotgun shotgun something use a beer funnel to get get your coffee, whatever.
1: Have you ever had a job where you weren't the boss or you weren't one of the bosses? Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I worked uh, I was a projectionist at a movie theater. One of the last projectionists at the movie theater like I would put up the movies when when uh when, when you would go to the movie theater. It was like a very lonely job, but I did my homework there. I watched every single movie that came out for two years straight. Every movie. Uh, I worked a retail job at Best Buy. Uh, I worked for a a startup company, a really big startup company that, like, sold for millions of dollars. I was, like, their third employee, and I would constantly be like, I've got fired so many times for that job. It was crazy. (laughs) I got fired (laughs) way too many times. And then the next day, they'd be like, Gabe, where are you? like, what do you mean? You just fired me yesterday like we just i'll see you in a few minutes bye oh no all right uh and and again like that's kind of showed me like how to deal with individuals how to deal with uh with stresses how to deal with uh with people right everyone is different um and i think i have a very unique perspective like i came i grew up uh i I try, I try Travis. Uh, I grew up you know very poor. Um, family didn't have like I remember having to like f- look for money just to be able to like have enough to take the train to go to to go to school to go to Rutgers. Like every day I'm like, damn, am I going to have enough for the monthly pass or like, hey, am am I not going to be able to pay for the monthly pass because I don't have enough money right now? And like I have to like work a little bit. And by the time my next paycheck, like, is my mom going to be able to help me uh, find money? Is my dad going to be able to find like some type of way to like, uh, you know, get get to where I want to be, you know, grew up on food stamps, grew up on 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 all that stuff. Do you have a big family? No, it's Lots just, uh, no, no, my, my, my little sister who is like five foot nothing and is a police officer. The one that we talked about, Got it. uh, she's younger than me, but she swears she's like the older sibling. Um, and then my mom and my dad and that's it. Okay. And and it was just us four. And like, we, you know, we didn't have the most privileges of life and it was hard, but now we're, you know, now we're here and it's like, without those experiences, uh, Again, without, like, very, like, small little pieces of, like, that whole big puzzle, right? If I only focus on that small little piece, I'm like, oh, man, where does it go? Where does it go? I'll stress the heck out. But if you focus on the whole thing, like, oh, man, like, this is just a small little piece of this whole huge thing. Like, I'm, I'm good with it. Um, so, yeah, like, I, I, we, we figured it out, right? And I use those experiences to kind of dwell on when whenever there's a stress whenever there's an issue um you know starting paper street coffee um paper street coffee starting paper street coffee was 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 one of those things where uh, i was working at a job and i'm a gm for a distribution company and during lockdown none of our employees wanted to drive to chicago to pick a product that we needed to pick up so i'm not one of those people but i said so i'll do went. it yeah, yeah i'm like hey i'm gonna do it why am i not gonna do it like what am i gonna do like what if we, what if this product completely messes us up and more than one person loses their job? Not just me, obviously I'm going to be selfish and I don't want to lose my job either, but what yeah. if? So literally on my drive back, I remember speaking to my girlfriend. I'm like, ah, what do you think about coffee? Cause like coffee was on my mind. I'm driving back a 26 foot box truck from Chicago to New Jersey and I'm like, oh, I want coffee. And I'm like, what do you think about uh, us selling coffee? She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, selling coffee. Like, what, what do you think about it? And hung up, called my friend who introduced me to CrossFit, Nick. Hey, man, what do you think about me selling coffee? Like, so I called my brain trust, right? The guys that I kind of sure. really, really kind of shoot ideas off of. And they were like, yeah, like as long as you don't do anything stupid and you don't like do the dumb things that you've done before, like get partners, give a bunch of people money and stuff like that and never see any of that that money back. Like, just do it. And if it's if, if it's something that you're passionate about, and and I did it. So that drive like that like chicago to new jersey drive like inspired me to like hey you know what coffee time
0: so why the name paper paper street
2: so paper street so every time you say paper street i always think of one thing i think of the the movie fight club right at the end when you see uh, edward norton's character with uh i forgot the the, the actress's name, Marla. She plays Marla, and I, I picture uh, them standing over the cityscape as the cityscape is like exploding. So it's from the book and movie Fight Club. Uh, particularly, what made me kind of fall in love with it was like uh, listening to Chuck Polinuk's interview on Joe Rogan uh, a few, bunch of years ago. Uh, obviously, I love the movie, uh, love the book, uh, love the, the graphic novels. Um, and just think about it, right? When everything was happening. Right, and everyone was like stuck at home. You're like, man, like this this doesn't seem right. It seems like everything that's holding everyone back should just be torn down and destroyed. Mm. And that's what gave me the idea. And I also wanted something that 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 wasn't um, like too too on the nose. Right, Paper Street can be anything paper street right. coffee obviously is coffee but paper street like if you see this a bunch of people like if you see this shirt you you obviously see the coffee but it doesn't look like it's it, it looks like it's more of a lifestyle uh brand and that's what i was also going for i was going for the future where like if the coffee does really really well i can have merch and i can have apparel and it doesn't have to be linked to uh to coffee at all uh so i went down the road of trying to get PaperStreetCoffee.com and someone already had that so i went with paper st coffee uh trademarked Paper street, coffee, and, and and all that good stuff. So it comes from that. It comes from like that that wanting to break away from what you're supposed to do. Right? Where, you know, in the in the novel, it's them destroying like uh like corporate banks and corporate buildings to destroy corporate America bring it reset everything back to zero. It's the same thing. It's like you are the person who runs your day, right? So what's the first thing? One of the first things you do in the morning besides like maybe pee or whatever, you go make a coffee. So right off that, that's like your very first thing that you have a choice. Why wouldn't you choose to get something that's really, really good? That's why the first coffee I ever made is called the narrator. The main character of the books in the movie is the narrator, but you are the narrator of your story. Like you are Cat, the narrator of my own. Scott, the narrator of my own day. Gabe, the narrator of, of 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 my own day. So why am I not gonna choose something amazing and something really really cool to start off my day? Uh so you have yeah. So so you have you have the narrator. You have Marla. You have Tyler. All characters of of Fight Club. Uh, mm-hmm. Then you have Stella, the Eraser, and Renegade. All songs. Um, and then you have Frost, my my canned coffee, which is after Robert Frost um so there's a reason to the names there's a really cool artistic reason to the names uh i'm not just like some random person that'll throw on like uh this is so and so's coffee bam like no there's a there's a cool reason behind the name there's a reason like i was inspired when when i tasted these these coffees there's a reason why 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 these have their their artistic little indie names that they have
1: how does that process work like okay that's great you want to start a coffee company what We're... okay
2: so <laughs> what next <laughs> so uh again uh, my girlfriend's uncle has an ecotourism company out in Colombia, and he would send us these amazing uh, coffees so i was like it. damn this, these coffees are amazing like i have it at home like why can't i why, why can't i buy these here so then i start googling and uh i live close enough to new york uh there's a co-op out of brooklyn who literally just started as everything was shutting down. So it was like an impasse. We're like, oh, crap, like they need customers. And I was like, I need to do something. So they literally had this course where they taught you everything, everything. Not to everyone, but I luckily I was one of those people that like when they needed clients to come in because no one was coming, I put on my mask, drive all the way to Brooklyn, go out there, and we would have hour-long, class, hour-long classes how to roast roast how to import why this why that and it was constant like uh just learning and i went to school for like six months on how to how to how to how to everything about coffee when i came back home the same thing like like i did with crossfit right when i when i was on the journal taking notes i would come home import everything into my brain go online start taking notes like what are the best practices what are this like i would obsess and I obsessed and I obsessed to this day and 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 that's what I do right so I find the best coffee meet the best uh, the best uh, co-ops or the best farmers try to have that connection with them uh, try to you know cuz if 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 you're cat the 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 producer of coffee right and you tell me hey yeah like this coffee is the coffee that I used to send my you know, six generations or whatever, where that's a lot of generations, but two generations to school and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the coffee. It's this. I put my time, my effort. I've been doing, I've been working on this farm since I was, you know, eight or since I yeah. learned how to walk. Like, how am I not supposed to take that information and pass that care and that love you have towards this coffee and when I roast it? How am I not supposed to make it the best that I can? So that's what I do. So that that's kind of what sets me as, apart from... The other coffees in in, in the space, it's like, hey, I'm the guy. I'm the guy who brings it in. I'm the guy who speaks to the people. I'm the guy who roasts it. I'm the guy who packs it, and I'm the guy who ultimately sends it to you. There's no in between. There's no middle person. It's me. I mean, there's people helping me pack the coffee, but there's no one else. Like, I'm the person. If I were to go, if I was, if I were to go get taken out today, Paper Street Coffee would cease to exist because no one knows how to roast the coffee no one knows the processes of how to get the coffee you have no
1: sops written gabe you got to get on that
2: there 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 is there is i'm teaching my my uh my sister she's uh the police officer i kind of showed her but it's 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 like okay just in case something happens she's there but uh it's one of those things i do want to keep why because i think even if i were you know i i think i told both of you guys i hired a full-time employee about a month ago Mm -hmm. um to handle operations not to handle the coffee manufacturing process because I love that I love the coffee manufacturing process it's an art I'm an artist I love that I'm a drummer i I, I love music I, I I love art I love the I, I love poetry I love reading like that's who I am I'm an artist this is my art like what you guys are sounds weird what you guys are drinking is an art is is, is my art so it's it's almost like a part of me
0: yeah I um So when you jump into this, right, you you have this baby that you love and now you've got to get it to market. And there's nothing there's nothing CrossFit about coffee other than a lot of CrossFitters drink it. But you have a community that you've gotten to know over the last six years. Was it natural for you to uh, market toward CrossFitters or was that just by happenstance?
2: So. Yes, no. The very first video that I have, it's no longer on my Instagram, um, and I'll put it back out for the holidays because um, it's holiday-themed. Uh, I, I filmed uh, one of my training partners, one of the coaches at the other gym I used to coach. Uh, she, her, Joanna, she is mother of eight with the most insane body I've ever seen. Mother eight. of what? Eight kids. Eight. Jesus. Eight kids. Same dude, same guy. All in a very religious family. Um 6 packs, arms huge arms beautiful individual i've i've done a few competitions with her I've, we've we've won a few competitions crossfit competitions um awesome human being and and i was like hey here's my idea you have eight kids you drink coffee you handle your you deal with your eight kids and on top of that you have this amazing body and you work out so one of my first videos i'll put it back out is her like coming down from like her, her bedroom drinking coffee and going to like work out and then like the story is like hey look at her body look this is look look at her uh, amazing like uh diligence and like dedication to being this awesome like uh physical like freak and also her having these eight kids that she deals with um so it, it kind of did start like that and then I didn't focus on crossfitters like I just gave it to the people that I knew um that's so that was like end of 2020 uh 21 it was just kind of hit and miss like very few i didn't want to market it to to I, I had no no plan on marketing to crossfitters to be honest with you not at all like i had steady online sales and we were growing and then the whole thing with uh you know with seven happened right and I, I would listen to, like, I'd listen to his, to his podcast, I'd listen to the CrossFit podcast because I thought, like, how did I get into CrossFit? The behind the scenes. Who did the behind the scenes? Seven. Seven. So I followed him, like, I followed him from day one of CrossFit. Like, I knew who he was. I knew everything. I, I knew everything, every single piece of of, of uh, video, every single video he came out with, I've seen. Every single one. Um 2021 was like ah, okay whatever and then he started his own podcast so and and i was gonna reach out to him the end of the year 2021 and i never did uh, a lot of things started happening a lot of personal things started happening um and then a lot of palooza 2022 i like two weeks i said hey seven i messaged him on instagram dm'd him I'm like hey man i know that you and josh are boys I would hate for your voice to be silenced because like that's where everything was going during that time where people are just like, no, 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 no. I'm like, dude, I I would hate for your voice to be to be silenced. Um, And I know that you and Josh are boys, but let me send you some coffee. And even if you say you hate it, let me just send you some money just so like the the show is out there, even so I can watch it. Right. I'm like, cool. Even if I'm the only person watching it, like and, and it only benefits me, let me send you some money out so I can keep watching your show um he got back to me he was like hey man the coffee is really really good and i was like all right like how can we how can we uh you know what could we do and he's like all right send me uh send me some more things out i sent him a bunch of things out the next day it was supposed to be next day aired from thursday to friday that was a weekend of Wadapalooza. so i was like cool if he gets the product there during of last year like He's going to be pushing it. He's going to be drinking it. FedEx or UPS loses the package, never gets there. Ugh. I have to resend everything back out. So I look like an ass because I was like, yeah, it's going to get there tomorrow. <laughs> never got there. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we, we grew the relationship. There was a reason why uh, when I messaged him, he, he, he read my message. Something personal happened a few years ago and he reached, uh, I reached out to him and he sent me a message back with mm-hmm. all this information. Um, right when he was still working at crossfit and i was like oh man like he actually cares like he couldn't do a lot but like he actually cares and 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 then that way when i reached out to him again a year and a half later my messages went went right to the top because he or we already had a a conversation there um and ever since then it's been crossfit community and i'm like holy crap this community that has helped me become the person that i am now now i can give back So, like, those 10 years of building me up to who I am now, it's, like, I can take this year and forward to give back to the community and help, uh, you know, help, help in any way that I can, whether it's, like, that uplift project, right? Whether it's some local competitions, whether it's like barbell for boobs, whether it's, you know, any anything um, that someone reaches out to me for and is honest and, and, and they need help, even whether it's like individual like people. I I, I helped uh, Daniel Dunlap, she's an individual out of North Carolina who was on the CrossFit shoe fly team that popped. Mm-hmm. Um she was on there. I met her at the game. She told me her story. Then she reached back out to me, and she's become, I would say, at this point, a friend, like a person. She's helping me uh, with 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 my diet. Lost twenty pounds because of her since uh, since the games. Uh, also, uh, Jim, the guy who's who did Murph for for every day for a year. Um, he's out of I think Maryland or Delaware. Delaware. Um, him too. Like reached out to him. He came with me to Charlotte. Uh, to help me out to sell coffee, an awesome individual who I never would have met without uh, without CrossFit. Um, so it's like cool. Now I get to give back to this community that I stumbled upon. Right? Did I stumble? No. I reached out to Seb on one of the heavy hitters in the in in the space. Right? But yeah, the reason I not
1: dumb. <laughs> yeah.
2: So like, why did I reach out to him? Because... But it
1: was genuine. That's I think that's what's unique about you, Gabe. Yeah. Is that you know you've made some smart moves in the space, but they're all from a place of, you know, sincerity, and you, and you can see that that comes through. To... I know, I know that when we met at the games, I mean, you just started giving me shit. You're like, here, here's a t-shirt, here's a tank top, have some coffee, do this thing, bring, you know, send Scott over, and I'm like, oh my god, like I was just, I just kind of wanted to like see what was going on. You let us put um, stickers on your booth, you know, to like help out with with all that. Yeah, I mean, that's just cool and you know i always say that like my biggest like purpose in life is to make human connections like that's what i want to do like i want to make people better wh- wh- however i can do that and and whether that's just from uh being kind to them when i have no idea what they're dealing with or helping them out um, and i think you that kind of rings true with you as well it seems to at least but yeah i, think-
2: I mean I uh I, I love like I love I love meeting individuals, individuals like yourself, everyone that's you know, I've ever met, whether it's in person or just through messages and having like connection. Like I like Travis, Travis is someone that I think we talk every day, vindicate. Like we talk yeah. every every day and he helps me uh, with so much and it's like a connection that I would never have. Like even, even the thing with Savon, like there's always the you know, don't meet your heroes will end up disappointing. I'm like I mean to me he was without him I wouldn't be this deep into CrossFit. And I met him and he's an awesome person. And we're we're here, right? Like there's all what's going on, Benji. Um yeah and it's like why am I going to to be such a why am I what why am I not gonna give back? Why am I going to be so closed off? Why am I not going to be open for a conversation? Like you said, whether, you know, if I'm going to try to go out of my way to make someone a better person, like, all right, cool. If I get if I get that, I get that. But at least I have a conversation with someone. And even if, you know, I tell everyone, like the famous Jordan line, even Republicans sell sneakers, I'm in the middle. I can be not swayed, but I will have a conversation with any single person on this earth because just like I told Sev, I don't want anyone's voice to be silenced. And the most beautiful, like I said, I'm an artist. The most beautiful, beautiful thing is language. Just talking, dialogue, interaction, right? Like Exactly. Just having that. Now, obviously, there's speech that could just be one-sided and it's just like hate speech. And I get it. I get it. I completely understand, like. You say something you say something stupid, like something stupid is gonna happen. But at the same time, like there's so like everyone's like, Oh, I don't wanna you know, I don't wanna go on, on, on their podcast, I don't wanna go on his podcast, et cetera, et cetera, because this and that and this and that, and I'm over here like But then you're just not having that communication, you're not having that dialogue, you're not express you're not you're not using the most beautiful thing that a human has, like their 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 language and their voice to to get your point across you're, you're you're stuck in this echo chamber which sucks me personally like if, if I'm doing something wrong and like Scott and cat like if you guys like after this you're like hey Gabe I think you did this wrong et cetera et cetera et cetera et cetera I'm not gonna take it as like screw these guys I'm gonna take it as like oh crap they might be right and reevaluate myself and after yeah. that after reevaluating myself kind of be like hey guys I don't agree but at the same time I appreciate where you guys are coming from thank you so much. And then continue, continue being that person that takes that that that's always like, uh, you know, I always like for there to be a two uh, a two way street, two way uh, line of communication, not just one way. Um, And, yeah, that's that's kind of how I got to where I am now.
1: Well, and I think talking with other people gaining, you gain perspective. Right. I, I know, especially I mean, I gain more perspective from people that maybe have different beliefs or ideals than I do. Right. When I, if I surround myself with people that have the same ideals, I'm just kind of perpetuating that perspective and maybe making it more one sided. So it'd be real boring
2: if we all got along
1: yeah, and have <laughs> the same I, ideas.
2: I get that too. Like, I, and I understand that. Like, I think I, I'm, I understand that 100%. Like, if you just want to surround yourself with like parrots, right? That just repeat everything. Cool. But then also, like, if you have a platform, right? And you, have the ability to reach more than you know your normal, your normal amount of people. If you have the ability to reach hundreds of thousands to thousands of people, then I think you're doing yourself a huge disservice by just surrounding yourself with yes yes men. I think if you surround yourself with with individuals who challenge you, challenge your opinion and, and objective, and are are not objective or, or, or are very objective. I'm sorry. I think that's important. I think if you if you uh, if you approach any situation thinking like I know everything about this situation, like you're not going to learn even coffee. Like I can approach it to in any situation. I could be like, I know everything about coffee and someone just throws like the most random thing. Like, Hey, have you tried boiling your water to this temperature? I'm like, Oh shit. No, I haven't. Oh my God. Like my whole world gets destroyed. Right. And that Mm -hmm. goes with everything. Um, I don't, I, I I totally agree. We're like, Hey, it's okay to have, like, a lot of, uh, it's not okay to have a lot of yes people in your corner. But I also kind of, like, I'm like, I understand why you do. Like, I, I was I was afraid. I was afraid of, of, of that. I was afraid of, of, of hearing a no. But it took 10 years and it took life and it took me being 33 um, to realize, like, oh, wait, no. That's not how life works. I need that confrontation, right? I need conflict quote unquote, in, in, sure. in the, the I, bad term of it.
0: I completely agree, Gabe. We, we talked at MFC about this. I grew up with one perspective. If I wasn't challenged in my life, I would be a completely different person today um, than I am now. I want to point out that you you back up what you're saying because you are the biggest supporter of content creators we have in this space. You champion what all of us do and I appreciate that so much. I want to thank you for that. And that's appreciate one of the it. reasons. I don't think I need
2: thanks, but I, I appreciate yeah. it. Yes, you do. Yes, you do.
0: And this, that's one of the reasons I wanted to have people like you and Travis on the show to highlight the small business people doing what you guys do in the space. Um, and we want to keep this series going with others that do the same thing. But when I met you at the games and what you just handing out our stickers for a small podcast like us. Um, and you know, we're not at the level of Sevon yet, but that, that was a huge thing for us. That was so much support and it just was you taking the time to do that. Um, and I appreciate that so much. And I love the fact that you don't want people to be silenced. We all should have a voice. Um, and I, and I love that. So thank you so much.
2: Yeah. Right. Glad, uh, glad
0: I've gotten to know you.
2: I appreciate Like I said, rising tides lift all ships. Maybe
0: not everyone should have a voice.
2: But 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 <laughs> most everybody. But yeah, most mostly everyone and yeah, like rising tides lift all ships. At least
1: give them a chance, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah <laughs> give them definitely.
1: a chance to have a voice. I um let's just real quickly before we wrap up because we're getting up to the hour here. You did not you were not keen on coming on a podcast. I when wasn't. I first reached out, I was very surprised. Um but talk us through that a little bit.
2: I didn't want it to be about me. Like I wanted it to be about like the people, like like Travis, Benji, Aaron uh, um, Lowen, Jared, uh, Grabiel, uh I wanted it to be like it's not about me. It's never been about me. Like I think Paper Street Coffee, even though I'm the owner of the, and, and everything, I, I never wanted to be. I, I never wanted when someone sees Paper Street Coffee to for them to associate it with me, um, because as I think as a human being, not as a businessman, uh, but as a human being, I I, I think it's more about that, like what you said, right? Like the whole being able to give back to everyone. Um, So it's like, how did this movement start? And no one can pinpoint it back. I think that's awesome. I think pinpointing it back to like a person is like very it's like I, I had to fight my, e- like, I didn't want that ego boost. I didn't want that. I didn't want it to be about me. Uh I love the conversation and like, I'm glad it happened when it happened, maybe, you know, three weeks ago or whenever it was supposed to happen, it wasn't the right time. Um And, and that was it. Like it wasn't anything like about you guys. I just didn't want it to be about like, I didn't want it to be about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that was, well, that I'm... was that was the main reason. <laughs>
1: And we didn't learn a whole lot about you in this hour. You talked a lot about, you know, the stuff that the people that you've met and the people that you've helped and people that have helped you, which is just on brand for you. So, And I think I think
2: I think that's that's something that I did want to do, because I, I think uh, and, and Travis can attest to this, I think uh, having a conversation over uh, like an alcoholic beverage goes goes a longer way and i think that's what i wanted i'm like hey guys here's here's like the the little the 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 first layer and if you guys want like meet me in person and i'm an open book we'll just go sit down have dinner somewhere um and and we'll have an awesome genuine conversation
1: well i think this too has given people a chance that whoever's seeing this now or who's going to watch it is going to give a little bit of insight into sort of your your persona and how, you know, how you treat people and it, it'll make you that much more approachable maybe to people that wouldn't necessarily approach you for their own insecurities.
2: Oh yeah. I appreciate, I appreciate you you guys for, for for that. Appreciate you guys for, for, for the support. Appreciate you guys for, for doing what you guys are doing, continuing what you guys are doing. And hopefully you guys reach out to, to so many more people and and they're on this and, and everyone, everyone helps each other to kind of get to where they want to be, wherever that, uh, wherever that is.
1: Yeah. And now that I know I wanna... that you're in New Jersey, you're not that far from me. So like I said, guest coaching whenever you feel like it if you if you get at the itch and you want to come down, just I
2: have I have family down down like that area too. So Perfect. it's like Perfect. I think next time I go I'll I'll, I'll stop by and, and, for and sure. work out.
1: And then maybe too, maybe we could talk about you coming down for the Green Beret project too because we need a we need a coffee person at our event.
0: Consider so, it done. Yeah, let's put that for that.
1: And Scott, before I let you go, though, I've got (laughs) to say,
0: I got to say the frost in the can is my treat that I give myself like once a week. It is so good. It is that perfect afternoon. Pick me up uh, when I'm having a long day at work. I love the eraser. I love the Stella. I'm going to try the other ones as I go. But how can people get their own coffee from you? Paperst.com.
2: Uh, paper street paper st coffee.com um i'm working on getting paper street coffee uh that url i'm working on it next year i'm supposed to hopefully have it but uh we're is, working is on someone it.
1: holding it for ransom
2: someone just doesn't want to sell i've thrown numbers they just don't want to sell it so okay. it is it, and they it can... is what it is
0: Yeah. And they can follow you on Instagram at what you're, we have it right there on the screen at paper street coffee. Um, DM him. He'll answer any questions about the coffee that you have. I've done that myself. Um, And if you get a Brown bag from him in your box. Oh yeah. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you DM me and I don't get back to you, it's because I do have other people running my Instagram now. It's completely different. So I'll try to get oh, back gosh. to you as, as, as much as I can. Gabe at PaperStreetCoffee.com. If you have any questions, please reach out to me. And also look out for some awesome paper PaperStreet athletes. You got Ariel, you got Colton, and then we have Daniel Dunlap, um, who just won the Charlotte Classic uh calista who came in second she was another awesome athlete and we have a few more that uh hopefully at waterpalooza i get to see and meet a lot of you guys like like bruce um no that's not his real name but we bruce. All can't wait to meet uh bruce. So it'll, it'll be it'll be fine
1: and you have a big announcement coming up soon right something's brewing in sometime maybe we'll see yeah
2: We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens.
1: Good good stuff's happening, my friend. I'm excited (laughs) for you.
2: Thank you.
0: See you at Wadapalooza.
1: Yes, we will.
2: Let's do it.
1: Thanks so much, Scott. (laughs)